Welcome to Siblinghood of Recovery. Hello, recovery community. This is Angie Reno. I'd like to tell you I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm a recovery mom. And my goal with this podcast is to share the information I've gained over almost a half a decade now in this recovery journey. I totally understand that this can get overwhelming. And I want to get the message out that it's okay. You're not alone. There's so many people out here that are willing to walk with you. So this episode focuses on a concept called the jackhammer parent. I learned about this when I recently caught up with a friend of mine. I hadn't talked to her in a couple years. And one day I sent her a text and literally she said, Angie, I was thinking about you an hour earlier. It was really cool. One of those universe things where, you know, okay, we've got to talk. And I caught her up on all that had been happening with our family and my podcast. And she caught me up on her future retirement from the educational arena up in New Jersey. And I said to her, one of the things that I was seeing is a lot of mental health challenges in our younger kids. I said, I don't know if this is just because of the state of the world, which I'm sure contributes to a lot of uncertainty too about kids' futures with finance, economy, climate. There's so many factors that honestly weren't even on the radar when I was a young kid. And I did mention my episode, episode 15 actually, where I talked about the price of privilege. And my friend Lauren Monahan, she works in a very nice area in New Jersey as a teacher. And I said, you know, Lord, these parents are like, F-35 parents compared to the helicopter parents that I knew like five years ago. She goes, oh no, there's a term called jackhammer parent. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I've got to read about that. And I did. And I feel that there's a necessity to bring attention to the impact that parents have on their children when there are high expectations And whether that's from the parent's success or the parent not having success and wanting better for their kids, it's an interesting balance. And the book that I referenced in episode 15 is The Price of Privilege. It's written by Madeline Levine, PhD. It's an excellent read. It's available on Amazon. And it struck me because of the research behind it. I'll just quote a few sentences from her website. Conversations with educators and clinicians across the country, as well as meticulous research, confirmed Levine's suspicions that something was terribly amiss. Numerous studies show that privileged adolescents are experiencing epidemic rates of depression, anxiety disorders, and substance abuse. End quote. What I want to talk about is how we as parents place upon expectations of success, perhaps because of where we've been, what we have achieved or what we have not achieved. And I believe that this is part of what so much of the recovery process and the recovery journey really touches upon. When the adolescent goes into treatment, and I've said this so many times before, a good treatment center will say, what are you going to do while your kid's in here? What is the work that you're going to entertain when your child is in our hands 
And we're building upon that child's self-esteem, that ability to make decisions, to, to reassess, and really that ability for the child to gain insight to who they are. And in The Price of Privilege, so many times, Dr. Levine states that we are pushing our kids to achieve heights, best, better, fantastic, everything. Just think of the 98th percentile and above. And the stories that my friend Lauren told, like they hurt, they hurt inside when you hear them because the pushing of some of the parents to get great grades, honestly, and being totally vulnerable here, I did that. I checked my kids' grades every day. And even though countless times they would say, the teacher hasn't put the grades in. Yes, but what are you doing? What are you studying? Why don't you just do this? Why don't you just read a little bit? You can do this. You're so smart. You're so smart. And through that worry, I didn't see my kids. Didn't see them. I didn't see the joy that they may have had going out and just playing ball, hanging out with their friends. I didn't see it. I wanted them to have the best, be the best that they possibly could all the time. And that is pressure. Today, I don't. Today, I let them be who they are. And lo and behold, they're doing a lot better (laughs) than when they had me in their circle. And this is another thing that I want to implore anybody who's listening to look up. Evoke Therapy talks about three circles in a relationship. We have our own circle. It's who we are. We have the other circle. It's who the other person is. And there is a circle in between us that represents our relationship. And what is really great about what Evoke Therapy does, and they offer multiple options for therapy and courses for both parents, families, and individuals, is they teach us that stepping into somebody's circle is an intrusion. It's beyond codependent. It's something different. And I would just go to Evoke Therapy's website. I'll put links in the show notes for you to look that up and learn about it. And if you can go through the process of visualizing what it's even felt like when somebody stepped in your circle and told you that you had to be a certain way, that you had to achieve a certain thing to define yourself. When you go into that thought process and look at yourself as a parent, maybe what you see will change a little bit. I don't know. What I do know is that as I gradually did my own work with the help of my treatment center team and the professionals that did such hard, hard, hard work, the dedication that some of these professionals have to getting families back to even just neutral is amazing. And I respect them so much for it. And I'm so grateful to have had the ability to go through this recovery process because I'm slowly getting myself back. I'm slowly learning who I am. In the regard to parenting, if we parent our children with a previously set outcome, we're missing out on the unbelievable beauty 
of seeing what we've actually created. And you know, what we've created is not going to be perfect. And if you're religious, okay, you, if you're not okay, but I'm just going to say whatever God that you define as, as your God, that imperfection is God's intent. That imperfection is exactly what makes us beautiful. So as we look at the jackhammer parent, please look it up, read articles about this, right? When you see a jackhammer parent, when you see somebody coming into the school raging versus sitting down and talking and learning and trying to understand what happened or what is happening around their child, maybe the question to ask is, what happened to that parent? There's a book out right now called What Happened to You. It's a collaboration between Oprah Winfrey and a renowned brain and trauma expert, Dr. Bruce Perry. It's conversations on trauma, resilience, and healing. And it is incredibly profound in that anybody who's experienced trauma knows that it's hard to heal. And if we don't heal it, we might unfortunately pass that trauma down to our kids. That's another concept called intergenerational trauma. It's big. If I can find an expert to talk about that, I will bring them on the podcast. It is a profound way to look at things. And honestly, it changed my life because I started looking at the history of my own parents, grandparents, and I realized there had been some deep trauma passed down. And I don't want to carry that anymore. And I am not as much as I possibly can going to pass that on to my kids. So the biggest thing that I'm asking from this very short episode, because I have a fantastic interview coming up next week from a treatment center professional, the biggest thing that I'm going to implore you to do is start understanding what the impact is for a parent to put so much pressure on a child to be the absolute best that they can be. We all need a break every now and then. We all need to relax. And you know what? There's this thing called the bell curve. We've got to start celebrating that middle ground as what a great place to be. What a peaceful place to be. That acceptance, that ability to slow down, that ability to not have to be perfect. What a great thing we could give our kids if we could say to them, you know what? Today, you're going to be fine. How do you feel? Was it hard? Ah, I get it. I get that it was hard. Sometimes days are hard. Can you imagine what we would be able to do for our children if they came home and said, you know what? I had a hard day and the teacher wasn't nice and my friends weren't nice. And we just sat down with them and said, just tell me about it. Oh, that sounds hard. Yeah, I get it. That sounds, that sounds tough. I've had tough days too. I'm going to leave it at that because there's some people that are much better and more equipped than I am to talk about in understanding what the push for perfection does to children. And uh, one of those interviews is coming up. So I'll leave you with some three great references. Please, if you can, get the price and privilege. If you can, research Jack Hammer Parent. So much has wrapped around it ever since that article came out. And if you can, listen to any 
interviews on the book of What Happened to You by Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Bruce Perry. Oh, and one more. So it's actually four. If you can research Evoke Therapy's circle technique, because there's an obvious pressure on these kids today. And you might want to say, hey, they have it great. Well, just remember every single thing that you did. If you're over 45, between the ages of five and 15, and imagine it being all over social media. All right. I will bid you adieu. I wish you life, love, and friends like the one I have up in Jersey. Thanks, Lauren. Okay. Have a great week ahead and I'll talk to you later. 